0: Good morning, Snake Eyes team, and a very happy birthday to our Army family. Today is June 14th, 2020, and the Army is 245 years old. Mm -hmm. Welcome, welcome to the first episode of the Snake Eyes podcast. Here, coming at you right here from the, uh, from Building 870 on uh, Kadena Air Base in lovely Okinawa, Japan. And uh, we wanted to kick off this particular Snake Eyes podcast episode with a focus and emphasis on on resiliency in our battalion uh, for our soldiers and for our families, and also to also place some emphasis on our BOSS program, which is the Better Opportunities for Single Soldiers. The purpose of our Snake Eyes podcast is really to provide a platform for Snake Eyes soldiers and families to discuss key topics and issues that affect our soldiers. It'll serve as another way to communicate and share information with our Snake Eyes team and foster an environment of resiliency across our formation. So with me here today I've also got Command Sergeant Major Calvo.
1: Hello so, ma'am. Hello. Hello. Nice to see you. <laughs> so uh, thank you ma'am. Um, I've been in this battalion for almost two years now. Yeah. Almost two years now. Uh, we will be leaving out of the door in October unfortunately. Um, but super excited. I have to tell you this is my very first podcast ever. Yes. My very first podcast ever. So you know, I hope nobody judges for that, but it's, it's going to be okay, ma'am. It's going to be, a, we're going to get through this. All right. So today um, I wanted to introduce our guests that are going to be talking about the resiliency and, and the boss piece as the Colonel uh, alluded to earlier. And that is Sergeant First Class Romero and Specialist Olson from the Bolts Battery uh, that are going to pave the way of excellence on our very first podcast and talk about um, problem solving uh, for our master resiliency Uh, training for this for this podcast so thank you so much for the two of you being here and i am going to turn it over to sergeant first class romero
2: ma'am sergeant major thank you for having me uh on the very first podcast and happy birthday to the army Uh, i'm sergeant first class romero i'm bravo batteries launcher platoon sergeant and master resiliency trainer Uh, and again thank you for having me today
3: good afternoon ma'am sergeant major thank y'all for having me on the very first podcast it's an honor to be here My name is specialist olson i am in bravo battery i am the battalion boss rep and i am also a 14 tango here on okinawa
0: outstanding outstanding awesome uh well we're gonna we're gonna kick it off you know start first class romero one of our uh many many master resiliency trainers across the battalion and this month's uh mrt training is on problem solving so Star Romero, let's let's just kind of step through what what problem solving is and and how we can work through this uh, particular topic for this podcast. Thank you.
2: Yes, ma'am. So problem solving uh, in the MRT skill is basically uh, breaking down the problem and more or less understanding the problem uh, Mm -hmm. to be able to solve it. Uh, So the first step is finding out what the problem is. So you need to objectively look at this problem uh, and describe the problem before you can start you have to describe the problem before you can start to solve it so this is where you uh, ask the who what when and where questions about whatever situation is coming at you uh, and then once you've broken it down it's going to help you understand okay this is my problem
0: it sounds like you kind of just started stepping in through that uh, the six step process um, where you kind of ask a series of questions how, how does that work out
2: absolutely so that that was absolutely step one is is Identifying your problem and asking those who, what, when, where questions. Uh, and then once you've identified that and broken it down, uh, you're able to move into step two where you uh, start asking the why, like what caused the problem. Uh, and you're going to look at this and it's more of a uh, your thoughts on what caused the problem. So what you think caused the problem is is more of your step two and uh, you, you write those down. Uh, and then that brings you into step three, which is your flexibility. It's, it's uh, what did you miss? So you have to be flexible in your thinking. You have to think outside the box. Maybe go to someone else and look for uh, an outside view of what else could have caused the problem, not just what you think caused the problem. Uh, and then being able to identify other other areas that could have caused the problem, which leads you into step four, which is more of your accuracy. So how you know what evidence uh, for each factor contributed to the problem. So what what else you know you're Pretty much cross analyzing the evidence that you've come across that you think was part of the issue, and the evidence that you, know, you also possibly have missed. Uh, and then five step five was is what really caused the problem. So you're you know, now that you've identified you know both sides of the of the table, you can uh, really look at it and identify what the real root of the the problem was. Uh, and then step six would be able what can you control about that, and uh, what can you do about it.
0: That's Danny. Uh, let's let's try and see if we can step through an example using that process.
2: Absolutely, ma'am. So you know, step one: say say that you're a, a squad leader, uh, and your first art tells you that uh, you have the worst squad in the in the battery. You know,
0: <laughs> oh no, <laughs> and you
2: need to figure out why why your, your squad isn't performing well. So when you use step one, you're looking at it objectively and asking that: who, what, when and why or where uh and you break it down so you know who who it's going to be you and your squad you know what's going on uh the where maybe at the end of the day whatever the case may be uh but what the real what is poor performance your squad is performing you know you're not performing well so there you've identified the problem poor performance in your squad so once you've identified that problem you're going to move into what caused the problem and this is the part where uh it's your thoughts, your immediate, in the heat of the moment thoughts. Okay, I've identified this. Well, what caused that? Uh, and then you basically write them down. Write, write down what caused the problem. And it's, obviously it's going to be objective. This is where you can get into what they call the uh, confirmation bias. Mm-hmm. And the confirmation bias is something that we're not really aware of. As a, you know, Most people aren't aware of it. You just In MRT, they call it the Velcro-Teflon effect. And uh, the Velcro represents, not always, but mostly, most of the time, a negative issue. And you only notice mm-hmm. those negative issues. And that Teflon represents what, most likely the positives that you're just like, okay, I'm not going to pay attention to that. Or you don't even notice that you're not paying attention to it. Because you're your worst critic. You only notice those negatives. And that's what comes to light. And you're like, okay, I see this negative stuff. And that's, you stop searching for anything positive. Uh, and so that's where you can come into that negative part and that's why you reach out to other people to see what's going on. Uh, but, uh, so once you've identified these problems, so, you know, you think to yourself, okay, I, well, I was given the worst soldiers in the, in the battery. It's <laughs> not my fault. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was given that's the worst soldiers. That's very
0: negative, Nancy, Sergeant Romero i positive positivity. to think positive positive that positive
2: positive poly. <laughs> absolutely, ma'am. That's why you look out to people who might not think like you. Exactly. That way, uh, you know, you know, because if you th- talk to someone who thinks exactly like you or their beliefs or values are uh, aligned with yours, they're gonna be like, Yeah, you're right. They were. Yeah. <laughs> they are the worst soldiers. <laughs> they did give you they gave you the worst soldiers. It's not your fault. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so you, you write down your thoughts, and you know, you were given the worst soldiers in the company. Uh, and then you also say to yourself, you know, other NCOs in the squad, or, or whatever case case may be, uh, aren't taking responsibility for their mm-hmm. their soldiers, and so once you've identified those, and it could be one or two thoughts, whatever the case may be, you want to put it in, you know, write them down, or maybe even put them in a pie chart, and then give them a percentage of what you think, uh, how much that contributed to the problem. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for example, I say the I was given the worst soldiers in the battery. You know that's 75% of my problem. That's mm-hmm. I've I've given it that value. I've valued that. I've given it that weight.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, and you know NCOs not taking responsibility is only worth 25%. That's that's how much I think they is causing the problem. Mm-hmm. So once you've identified how much that that those issues weigh, uh, you want to go to what did you miss? And that's where you kind of look at the outside sourcing. Um, As far as talking to someone who doesn't think exactly like you to help you figure out if there's anything that you've missed Mm -hmm. Thinking of a different way and breaking those old habits of thoughts Mm -hmm. Um, and then uh, You can also use another way to to counter that is writing it down because you know when you write it down It kind of distances yourself from that thought Uh, Maybe you don't have someone to talk to so you write it down, you know when when you think of something It's kind of like thinking of something and you're like oh that sounds really good and you write it down. and You're like, whoa That's (laughs) That's not a good idea. So writing it down can help you really distance yourself from those thoughts. Mm -hmm. Um, And then so you come up with different points of view. Uh, So you've come up with, you know, op tempo was high because deployment's coming up and it's been shifted to the left 60 days. So now Mm -hmm. soldiers are getting stressed and this maybe that's something that someone pointed out to you. You're like, oh, okay. You know, Mm -hmm. I haven't addressed issues issues with my soldiers, you know, stuff is moving pretty fast and everyone knows, you know, deployment shifted to the left can, you know, hurt morale, Hurt mentalities, and you know you really have to address those issues. And it's just something that you weren't thinking about, Mm -hmm. or you've noticed that one of your soldiers is uh, verbally aggressive towards other soldiers in the squad, uh, and it's bringing down their morale, and you just haven't addressed that yet. And then you know maybe you just feel like you haven't gotten to know your soldiers well enough. Mm -hmm. You know, so those are outside sources. Not you know you're you're, you've identified things that you think, and then other things that also could be contributing to the problem. Mm -hmm. Uh, So. Once you've identified that, uh, you can move on to step four. Uh, and then this is probably more lengthy of the problem solving, uh, is, is cross-examining evidence for your thoughts and against those thoughts. Mm-hmm. So say your squad is performing, uh, they have a low APFT average, and uh, you know, they're shooting poor at the range. Mm-hmm. So you want to write that down and then find evidence that's against that. You know, mm-hmm. find that positive side. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you, your squad may have a low PT average and not shoot well at the range. Uh, but on the other side, five of your 12 soldiers had, score over 270 on the PT test. Mm-hmm. And they also, uh, you have three of those 12 soldiers shoot expert on, at the range. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're, you're finding that positive side of it. Uh, and then you can go on the list. And, you know, it could be five or six different things or whatever the case may be. And you're kind of just trying to... Uh, see how much those actually factored into the problem. And what, if there is uh, anything that says, okay, no, that's, this, what I was thinking isn't true. You know, so like high op tempo, because, you know, deployment was shifted, you're really not gonna find any evidence against that because, you know, it's it's a fact. <laughs> it does hurt morale, it hurt, you know, it hurts your mindset. You have to be able to address those issues and you can't just be like, oh, well, that's not part of the issue. Of course it's gonna hurt, it's gonna be part of the issue. Mm-hmm. Um, so once you've identified those, uh, you, you wanna bring it down to step five and then find out what really caused the issue. So you're gonna assess those and what you can, in those, uh, the evidence for and against, you'll mark which ones you think actually contributed to it, like mm-hmm. actually contribute to the issue. And then five is where you, the, you get the clarity uh, and control pro, uh, portion. Uh, and you, get, you create another pie chart and the ones that you marked as you think that actually caused and contributed to the problem Again, you're giving them another percentage of how much do you think they they contributed to the problem. So, uh, you know, APFT, your soldiers are you know underperforming in APFT. That's you know maybe you say that's 20 percent of your problem of why mm-hmm. the, you know they're underperforming. Uh, the high op tempo could be a huge could be a huge portion to what is uh, going on in there. You know, you can say that's 50 of your of of your problem. Uh, so. Then once you've identified those, you go into step six, and, and step six is the positive change. What can you change about it, and give, it, uh, and you know, change in the in the problem, and that's you do that by creating action statements, uh, and and so, you know, say that the APFT is one of your biggest problems, so you would come down and you would say, all right, hey, you know, as a leader, I'm gonna create a, a better PT plan that mm-hmm. we can. Uh, develop for soldiers tailor it to more of everyone's individual needs and you know We're also going to conduct two PT sessions a day We'll get in the morning and then afternoon we'll also get together and, and do another PT session to see if we can You know boost our PT score and whatever the case may be and the same with uh, The shooting range, you know, maybe they didn't score well But you we will create some more classes on how to fire better how to handle your weapons better
0: mm-hmm. and
2: stuff like that So then you create those action statements to really get you motivated and, and get the ball rolling on how to solve the problem.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And that is it. <laughs>
0: no, no,
1: that's <laughs> that's a great rundown, so uh, sorry, Romero. I, uh, that's a lot. it's a lot you know and so when you when you listen to that you know the first thing that you say to yourself is is how am i going to remember every single one of these steps every time i need to solve a problem like it almost sounds like it's a lot of work and and i think that sometimes it's a possibility as soldiers or or families or whoever listens to this the first thing they think of is you know do you know how many problems i run into a day like how am i going to sit (laughs) here and go through every single one of these problems solving you know six step scenario for every problem that i have to solve um of course i have my take on it but looks like you got something to to come back at me with what? right there so <laughs> right, right? Absolutely.
2: Uh, so you know this this steps the more you use this skill the easier it's going to become for you yes. to use them absolutely uh, absolutely and then also it's, it's meant for uh more complex problems mm-hmm. not for you know like i don't know well, what ha-
1: what pair of shorts do I wear today yes, yes exactly <laughs> yeah, you, just, you, you,
2: you have to have a more complex issue to, to for this to be really beneficial
1: mm-hmm. for me I think my favorite part is is um, you know I, I know that we go through a lot of problem solving uh, obviously um, and and I, I, for me, the best thing for that helps me during this process is is writing it down like you had mentioned it's amazing the perspective that you gain when you write it down you know something as simple as write down the pros and the cons you know so that you're not just looking at one side and being negative nancy or whatnot but but trying to to really understand the whole the whole problem and and all aspects that go into this problem um and it, it it helps it helps me, uh, and I'll talk about that a little bit more more later. But no, I I, I agree with you, sir, major. But for for me, the,
0: the the best step for me is is that bounce back and forth with with somebody else that that thinks differently, uh, um, that has a provides an alternative perspective. Yeah. Um, I think I think soldiers in the battalion know Command Sergeant Major Calvo and I well enough that that. She's always negative, Nancy, and I'm always positive, Polly. We always go back and forth, and it's and it's a wonderful balance because we're able when we approach a problem. Now I'm terrible at, at at writing it down. She's much uh, commands our major Calvo is much better at writing writing those problems down and letting it kind of reflect back back to her uh, to help her make and shape her decisions or or help and shape a recommendation um, when we're faced with a problem as a command team. But uh, I, I love getting her other perspective you know and, and taking a look at that problem from a completely different side. And, and I agree these, these this process is perfect for, for complex problems because a lot of times for our complex problem you have to take that apart. You have to take that thing apart, you have to you know deconflict it, de- take it apart, look at it from a different different sides, take a look at the different components, put, put myself in, in other soldiers' shoes, um, especially when it when it comes to uh, you know real issues uh, that
1: that soldiers encounter in the battalion mm-hmm. so so as we as we figure out all of these you know these tech this technique for for solving problems um, some may have a hard time understanding how that relates to to resiliency so do you have do you have anything on that song
2: absolutely Sergeant Major. so uh, resiliency ties into problem solving because to be a successful soldier or a successful leader uh, even a family member or a civilian that works for the military uh, you have to have it requires you to have the ability to solve problems effectively without being bogged down and in old habits of thinking and by utilizing this skill it's going to take a lot of weight off your shoulders and stress off your mind by these complex issue complex problems that you cross in your life uh, it, it's going to help you become more resilient and easier in life to say hey you know I this problem I'm having trouble with, I can solve it because I know these six steps or I can revert back to these six steps to help me get through this.
1: Absolutely. I, um, I know for me, it's a personal thing. Uh, it took me a while to figure it out. You know, MRT of course did help, but, uh, there's times where it could be work related. It could be home related. It could be, it could be anything, but you know, you start getting a feeling of, of, like, I feel overwhelmed or I'm starting to feel anxious or anxiety about a particular subject. It could be anything. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, uh, if it's work-related, there's times where I'll sit down and I, and I feel overwhelmed on all of the things that need to be uh, discussed, handled. I need to talk to this person, that person. I still have to do this. And it, and it just feels overwhelming. And, and that's when I realize that I have to put some of this in action. Like, I have to stop. I have to sit down. I have to figure out why I'm feeling this, like, overwhelmed or, or why do I have this anxious feeling about me. And I have to I have to identify what that problem is and I have to figure out what's causing it. And then I start writing stuff down and, uh, and go through some of these steps. And, and you know, I might tailor them because it's not a complex problem, mm-hmm. but I can still use some of these basic steps and write it down to help me really lay out what is in front of me. Why am I feeling this way? Help me prioritize what I need to prioritize. And then it it helps me get a grasp. Like it helps me feel like I'm back in control of of what I'm feeling. Um, And then from there, I can say, okay, well, I got to do this, but this really isn't as important as I think that it is right now. I can put that to the side or, you know, even if it's if it's something a whole bunch of stuff that needs to happen within the family or it could be during pcs moves my goodness what a time where you start feeling overwhelmed and some anxiety there on everything that has to happen and and you feel like i got to do all of this stuff but i only have this a little amount of time before we have to leave or or these days just trying to figure out you know on on how fluid the situation is with exception to policies and such you know so I, for me uh, for me, this MRT skill uh, is extremely valuable to help me feel like I am regaining control over my own feelings of of overwhelming or or anxiety on, on like a day to day kind of of thing. And then, of course, it also assists with the our significant you know complex problems that we go through mm-hmm. uh, often. So. Uh, I think that because of, of those things that, that this helps me with, uh, that's how it helps me uh, become a more resilient person. Because I can figure out how to get control over how I'm feeling and, and figure out a way to move forward with it and identify when I need to talk to someone to get their advice. Um, if if. If, if writing it down just isn't quite helping me and I need someone else's perspective to tell me that, you know, it's going to be okay, we'll do this or that, you know, and, and I'm not going to lie. I mean, it just happened with the Colonel and I on Friday. Mm-hmm. It's just on Friday her and I were speaking and she could tell that I, I you know, something was troubling me, you know, and, and she came right on over and, and and I went through this process in my own head, you know, and then, and then you know, I talked to about it with her, you know, and then she, she helps bring another perspective and then we kind of, it, it, it just makes things come together a little bit better. Um, so, so I think that this, this skill is, is very useful, especially when it becomes a habit to use it. Like you said, um, the more you use it, the easier it gets. Um, and, and it, it's, it's everything with, with resiliency. Absolutely.
0: Now I, I think, uh, you know, problem solving, so it's, it's a wonderful skill to, to practice. Um, and, and it, and it, connects you with the other folks in your squad, the other folks in your unit, and you're able to kind of get those perspectives. Like I said, my favorite aspect about this process is is, is that back and forth that you have with other folks. Um, and and talking more about resiliency in the Snake Eyes Battalion, you know, that's also one of the reasons why we had our very own Specialist Olsen from, from Bravo Battery, the, also the Snake Eyes Battalion uh, boss rep. Mm-hmm. I want to just turn our, our discussion here on the podcast and, and put a little bit of focus into uh into our boss program. Um as 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 we enter into this PCS season, as we begin to welcome new soldiers into the battalion over the next three months, uh this boss program is gonna be an integral part in welcoming uh new soldiers. A lot of times soldiers that are fresh out of fresh out of AIT, fresh out of basic training. And, and literally this is their first time leaving the country, arriving here in Japan and, and arriving here on, on Okinawa here. Um, so let me, let me turn it over here real quick to, uh, to Special Solson and, and let him uh, provide some information and introduce himself and introduce what the, what the BOSS program is.
3: Thank you very much, ma'am. Um, so the BOSS program is the better opportunity for single soldiers and what our main goal is to get soldiers to get out of the barracks and explore this beautiful island that we're on. I mean we host a lot of events we have a lot of volunteer opportunities and we do a lot of trips to make sure that they know that they don't just have to be in their rooms they can go out and see this beautiful island. Um, Some of the stuff that we've done is uh, we have a fishing trip where that's Clearly our most popular event, people love that one. Or we uh, sometimes take trips to Tadaki Falls. It's a little hike and you get to see this waterfall. Like, I mean, it's not even that far of a drive and these things are just right around the corner uh, for this island and they're all over the place. And we want people to just know that there's these opportunities out there. Mm -hmm. Um, We do a lot of uh, volunteer work with the local community we have been published in a newspaper before we've uh we've done reading to uh preschool kids and after that we'll dance with them and they'll cook fake meals and they absolutely <laughs> love having the soldiers come in to hang out with them and there's also volunteering at the senior citizen home they'll mm-hmm. tell you stories they'll tell you like different uh aspects of their culture and it's awesome you get to learn so much stuff not just go there hang out and leave Mm -hmm. it's a lot of fun for the soldiers who go and it's volunteer hours
0: that's awesome
3: um so we also do a lot of beach cleanups the beaches here on this island are absolutely beautiful and it's easily one of my favorite things about here because you can go in you can drive in any direction you're going to hit a beach like you've never seen before. Mm-hmm. And we love making sure these beaches are clean still mm-hmm. so we can just enjoy them for the future and future soldiers that are coming in. And again, this all these events, they go towards volunteer hours. Um, we also do Memorial Park cleanups like Lieutenant General Buckner Memorial Cleanup. These are sites that they actually have a lot of importance to the history of Okinawa. So we want to make sure that these places stay and good to condition and stay clean for again future soldiers that come so they can enjoy it as well we have a lot of events like game nights or um, where people will actually come in compete and it's all just for fun get people to get out see uh, meet new people or even just go hang out with their friends to um, enjoy the day with them there's also a bunch of life skills events like scuba diving, which is one, again, one of our other more popular ones. You don't even have to pay for it. You just sign up, go for it, and your scuba certified. All you have to do is go rent the equipment or buy the equipment. You can go anywhere on this island. And you'll see some, if you do that, you'll be able to see wildlife like you've never seen before. Mm-hmm. There's so many fish around this island and there's so many coral reefs. They're everywhere. We also have uh, surfing lessons. Those ones, they're a little bit more complex because you have to wait for the tide to be right. It's, you can't just schedule it. A little it. bit
0: of problem solving required yeah. for that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <It's tough>. Quality <laughs> swimming skills.
3: <laughs> but they'll actually teach you, and you after that, you can go anytime you want. And I know a lot of people who've learned, and they bought surfboards, and they go just about every other weekend. Wow. Wow. Um, we also like to do fundraisers like the car smash, car wash, anything that helps bring money into the BOSS program so we can afford uh, making all these trips, making all these activities for the single soldiers. Oh, and I forgot to mention, it's not just single soldiers, it's Geo Bachelors as well. Oh, okay. Anybody who's married who doesn't have their spouse here on the island, mm-hmm. they qualify to be signed up for anything in the BOSS program. But
0: that that's awesome uh you know special souls and you know i know you're getting ready to pcs uh and and leave our lovely island here and leave the snake eyes battalion but i know you're leaving behind a tremendous legacy uh you know going forward what what do we see boss uh boss doing in in the future
3: thank you very much ma'am so i've tried it i've tried my absolute best to make this boss program the best it can be and uh me and specialist hockley we have done everything we can and She's been a tremendous help, so I do want to make sure that it's also known again. Yeah. Um, we are going to start doing a twice a month meeting for the battalion boss reps for 1188, not just the battalion boss rep. Mm-hmm. That way, instead of just sending out a message, I can actually give them details about everything and be able to, so they'll be able to explain to their soldiers what's coming up and how to sign up and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, We're also always open to new ideas from soldiers. If they have a good idea that they think, oh man, this would be a lot of fun, come to your boss rep, come to me, come to your battery boss rep, it does not matter, just let us know and we'll see what we can do. We always wanna make sure that it's always gonna be fun time for them. Um, Some trips that we wanna do is Uh, taking some chargers to the neighboring islands Mm -hmm. not my bad not chargers but uh, the ferries over to the neighboring islands and because just like okinawa these neighboring islands are just beautiful Mm -hmm. and you have to see them before you leave like zamami is one of the best places i've ever been Mm -hmm. i just went there and brought some snorkeling gear and i was able to snorkel with a sea turtle that's I mean, that's something that you can't do every day back in the States. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Um, we're also trying to get more fishing trips uh, because that one is in such high demand because people love that one so much. Um, we are also starting to work with the Warrior Adventure Quest. Uh, that was thought of by, I'm not sure who, but it's in our Snake Eyes Battalion. It's amazing because there's going to be more beach trips, hiking, snorkeling, ATVing, and that's just stuff everybody's gonna love you Mm -hmm. cannot you can't not have fun with that Um, like through the boss program I've learned some of my favorite things here is like snorkeling going to the waterfalls and just going to the beach with friends Mm -hmm. you can't it's just the most fun just being able to go out and do these things anytime you want
0: you know also, awesome. that's that's as, as we're going into this summer season here, you know, kids are starting to get out of school. You know, you've just brought up a, tons of ideas that not just single soldiers, but families can do uh, all over this island. And and if, if and if your family is not here, you know, you can join with the boss program and, and go out on these trips and, and not have to go out there uh, by yourselves. And it, and it kind of speaks to, you know. Um, if, if you feel a bit isolated, and, and, and because we're so far away from home and so far away from, from what's been going on back in the States right now, you know, the, this BOSS program really ties into, you know, our, our, our a healthy resiliency program. How, how do you think, how do you see BOSS tying into resiliency?
3: So just the fact of being able to get out of your room, hanging out with friends, it can keep you in a positive mindset. Because when you just sit in your room and you're alone for a long period of time, I don't care who you are, no matter what, you're going to start to feel lonely. You're going to start to feel left out. Just going out with your friends to do anything. It doesn't have to be anything I've stated. Just going out with people you know will help you basically be able to refocus you, re-energize you, and get you in a positive mindset. There's great opportunities out here in Okinawa that can always keep you
1: in a positive mind frame. And I love it about it. That's awesome. So, you know, I thought that this was uh, yesterday was going to be the last time that I said this, but I, I apparently am going to say it on a, bod- on a podcast. On a podcast. Yeah. It's so. going to be great. So when I came in the Army. In, in what, what year, Sergeant Major? In 1996. <laughs> wow. So here we go. So, when I came into the army in 1996, my first duty station was Korea. Uh, and, um, and so, it is you know, for those that are going to that are single, uh, just leaving home, basic training, AIT, you know, and the next thing you know, uh, you're on an overseas tour. That's that's it's a little nerve wracking. You know, even Korea is a one-year tour. This here is a three-year tour. You know, and it's a little bit—it's—it's it's nerve-wracking. It's kind of scary, uh, especially if, if you're just leaving home for the first time. Um, so you come to a new environment and you're just not quite sure where to go, what to do. You don't know anybody. You know, unless you come here with some of the your your AIT buddies. You know that you went to school with. Um, and so this is a this is a great opportunity to to get out there and meet some people. You know, and. And I and I recognize that that not everybody that comes to this island enjoys island life, you know. And I, I'm from the desert. I am from Tucson, Arizona, where there's a bunch of dirt and cactus, <laughs> you know. And that's what I know. My my water activity is a swimming pool. That you know that that's all I know. That's how I was raised. And it is strange. You know, even for me, and, and I got family here, but to go out there to the beach and to the ocean, you know, I take a few steps out there. I tell people I feel something rub against my ankle. I'm back out of the water because it's, it's I don't know what's in there. I'm not used to it. It's, it's kind of scary. It's a, it's a BBC turtle. Uh, yeah, that's what it is, right? Okay. So, but, but you know, even if, if you're not familiar with, with island life and you're not used to going to the beach and you're a little bit hesitant on doing that, I do challenge you to take a little step outside of your comfort zone and try it and you will find that even though it's not something you are used to it is absolutely beautiful and if you leave here without trying it you will regret it later on in life Um, and the more you get out there and do it you know, the more times I go out to the beach, the more comfortable I get in the water. It's the same even with my daughter, you know, swimming with the fishies. The first time she said she saw them and she went right back to land. But now she'll go out there and she'll swim with them, you know. Um, So, just take that opportunity to try uh, some of these things with the boss. Uh, It may not be something you've ever done before. It may not be something that you would consider, you know, fun, you know, based off of where you are. But, Give it an opportunity. Give it a try. And you will be surprised on what a great time that it is and the great people that you will meet uh, within the BOSS program, within this battalion, but also on this island. Because a lot of people, they don't just hang out with with soldiers in 1-1. They hang out with soldiers in 78th or airmen or Marines or, or Navy. So there's so many opportunities for someone new to the island to get out there uh, and make a lot of friends and meet new people, but in order to do that, you have to leave the room. <laughs> like you got to get out there and do it. And 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 uh, I know that that Olson and Hockley have done a phenomenal job, along with every boss rep, you know, in in the batteries, on providing opportunities for for these soldiers. Um, and and just you know the importance of the boss program. I tell you, Olson has it has immediate access into my office whenever he wants it you mm-hmm. know and and it's not just me sergeant major dodge the garrison sergeant major is in charge of the overall boss program for okinawa mm-hmm. and so the your voice can be heard through the boss program on things that you would like to do or maybe even things that you want in the barracks to me and to sergeant major dodge who who's the one that kind of controls all barracks and 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 garrison stuff to make things happen for you for single soldiers so you know utilize the boss program as a voice you know on things that you would like to see um that are going things that you would like to see or even things that may not be going well uh as a voice to to myself and to command star major dodge so we can we can try to help do something about it and or at least you know, we can also share our perspective and, and send it back down the chain through Sergeant, or excuse me, Specialist Olson. Promoted you there. What? <laughs> uh, Specialist Olson uh, to get back down to you on maybe the why. Maybe you just need to know the why. Why isn't this happening or why hasn't this been fixed? And 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 they are the voice to help you get some of those answers. So. Um, I know that you're going to be leaving soon, too. I just want to let you know you've done a phenomenal job, Wilson. And, and the colonel and I and all the soldiers and leaders here at this battalion, just thank you so much for everything that you've done and for the BOSS program. And I also speak on behalf of, of Command Sergeant Major Dodge. He, spite, he speaks very highly of you all. And you guys are always in the paper making a, a positive, great name for the Snake Eyes Battalion.
3: Thank that's you very much, Sergeant Major. Sorry, awesome. I didn't mean to no, cut no, you no, off, man.
0: That's awesome. No, um, you know, that, that's a great message, uh, Command Sergeant Major, uh, you know, to the soldiers of the Snake Eyes uh, Battalion. And, and, you know, Special Solson said it, said it perfectly, and it, it's on the nail. Connection to others, connection with your family, with your fellow soldiers, with other folks on this island, that is absolutely critical to resiliency. And that's definitely the message that, that you have always carried with you in the BOSS program. You know that this podcast is really it's it's for it's for the soldiers families and friends of the snake eyes battalion that are here on okinawa um, it's going to be uniquely tailored to the issues and the events that affect our community on this gorgeous island and i encourage all of our young and most junior enlisted soldiers to submit topics and questions of what you want to talk about through your chain of command through your squad leaders through your platoon sergeants and platoon leadership um, and it'll get routed up to us um, we want to do uh, this Snake Eyes po- uh, podcast as as often as we can, covering topics that matter to the Snake Eyes soldiers. They can range anywhere from resiliency activities on on the island, which we talked about today, the master resiliency topics and and, um, and training that Sergeant First Class Romero covered uh, you know covered today. Um, they can also forge into professional development discussions um, with local senior leaders here on on servant leadership and mentorship uh, for, for our most young and our most junior soldiers. So it's, it's so important, um, especially in this moment, uh, to share our story as soldiers serving overseas in today's society. And I really do, I really hope this podcast gives a a, 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 real loud voice to our team. Uh, thanks so much, Sergeant First Class Romero and Specialist Olson for joining us on our first, um, you know, our, our very first episode of the Snake Eyes podcast. You know, To all, all of our soldiers here on, on Okinawa, here in uh, the Snake Eyes Battalion, happy birthday, Army. We, we, we are always constantly thinking about you. I know we haven't seen you all in a, in a, in a while uh, because of uh, some of the COVID-19 restrictions that are out there. It was great to see you over the last couple of days, um, and we're hoping to, to gather together as a family uh, soon, soon. Um, thank you so much, and, uh, and here until next time, you know, first among equals. Ooh, ooh. Snake eyes, snake eyes. Yes, ma'am.